By his special grace, we started something very powerful that was last week. The Lord had helped us even through his servant and we have entered even to the teaching of the mystery of victory. The servant of the Lord by the grace of God has helped us a lot to understand many things. The first thing the servant of the Lord allowed us to understand is that there, if there is no battle, there is no victory. And that was a very powerful word he gave to us by the spirit of the Lord. I know many of you were here, right? Yes. And we understood by his special grace that, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Good. We understood by his special grace that in life, victory only comes when there is battle. So, if you don't have any battle in life, you are not qualified for those who are coming to receive what we call victory. So, the affliction you are going through today is as a result of the victory God is about to give you tomorrow. And we learned a lot of things. The next day, the man of God taught us that if there is no sacrifice, there is no victory. Because in this life, whatever you don't sweat for, you don't enjoy it. That is why we call something testimony. Testimony or testimony. This is how we call it. But it is divided into two different words. 
Before the money comes, there must be a test. Before the reward comes, there must be a test. Before you can receive certain victories, there are certain sacrifices you must lay down. Some of us, we learned that we must lay down the sacrifices of our time. We learned that we must lay down the sacrifices of our body. We must learn that we, we should lay down the sacrifices even of our precious things unto the Lord. We ended by saying that there was a king who was fighting with the Israelites. The Bible said that the war was fierce and the king took his eldest son and sacrificed him upon the war. And the Bible said that as soon as Israel saw that sacrifice, they all turned and went into their house because they have never heard such a thing before. That because of a battle, a king could take his only son and kill the son even because of battle. Because the king demanded victory and that victory was attained by sacrifice. And we understood that in this life, most of times, before you can win a lot of battles, before you can assess victory, before you can assess the realm of victory, there is something you have to understand. And that thing is called sacrifice. The third day, the man of God talk, taught us about the characteristics of sacrifices. And he said a lot of things. Today, I want to add up to what the man of God said. Are you here? I want to add up to what the man of God said. And we will build it upon this afternoon as well. Today, by the special grace of God, I want to start a, a teaching of entitled The Keys of Victory. I want you to type it so that me too I can copy. Type it right now. The Keys to Victory. I know I have grammarians here. I have intellectual people here. I have people who didn't go to LA like me. They went to private school. Type keys to victory. My God. The keys to victory. That's powerful. Ooh. Someone said, wow, this is the same word said by Pastor Elvis. This done. Indeed, God is good. Which, which verse is that? The keys to victory. God is about to give us victory. And there are certain things we have to understand. If we want to receive victory, there are many things you have to understand. One of the things you have to understand about victory, the man of God have already explained what victory is. What mystery is. So I won't even delve into that. But one of the things I want you to understand that in this life, right? In this life, anytime you hear the word victory, when you go to the word victory in the Hebrew rendition, victory means deliverance. So anytime in the Hebrew, anytime they hear victory, they think about deliverance. Anytime in the Hebrew, um, the Hebrew world, anytime they hear victory, they think about salvation. And anytime they hear victory, they also think about victory as well. But when you come to the Greek side, anytime they hear victory, they think of to overcome. 
So anytime a Greek man is talking about victory, he's talking about overcoming. The act of overcoming something. Anytime a Greek man hears victory, he understands victory means to conquer. That is why the Bible said that for we are more than conquerors. So anytime they think about victory, they think about conquering. Anytime they think about victory, the last thing they think about is triumph. They've won. There is difference between victory and triumph. Mm -hmm. Let me teach you the actual meaning of triumph. Triumph in the end then time Israelite or in the olden days. Whenever they talk about triumph, triumph is the ability huh, to enter into a battle, win the battle. Are you with me? Are you with me? Triumph is the ability to enter into a battle, win a battle, then you take the spoils of the battle. Sometimes, if it is a king, you need to tie the king on the back of your horse and you need to drag the king all over the city. Sometimes, you need to cut off the head of the king and show it around the nation. That is what they meant by triumph. I don't know whether you get it. That is what they meant by triumph. So, anytime a Greek man he hears the word victory. He understands that God has given, made them triumphant people. What is the triumphant thing God has done to them? God, Jesus, came to die. And that death gave us a certain victory. That victory spoiled the devil forever. The Bible said that he made a public ridicule of the enemy. He spoiled the devil big time. He beat the devil hands down. That is actually what Jesus did on the cross. One of the things I want to understand because I want us to pray. The man of God would take care of it. But I just want to lay on a, something we want, I want us to pray. If you want to actually get victory in life. The first thing you have to understand is that who is backing you. The one behind you would determine the victory you will get. When we used to be children, anytime somebody beats us, there is one thing we always tell the person, I'm going to tell who? My father. Because we think that our fathers are the strongest of everybody on this earth. No matter how lean my father is, I believe that my father is the strongest. Because of this consciousness, anybody that touched us, the only thing we said, if my father's here of this, if my father catches you, what will happen to you, you will not like it. We have such confidence in our fathers to a point that we believe on our fathers on our side, we believe that there is no battle we can never win. My God. So anytime we hear that our father is behind us, when we are fooling, we don't care. 
We know that if you beat me, I will go and tell my father. And when my father comes, victory will be mine. So the one that backs you on this earth matters a lot. Let me show you a scripture in the Bible. In Exodus chapter 14, the verse 14. The Bible said that the Lord will fight for you. Just hold your peace. In the NLT version, the Bible said that the Lord himself will fight for you. You don't have to lift a finger in your defeat or defense. In the message Bible, the Bible said that the God will fight in the battle for you. And you, you keep your mouth shut. In the GNT version, the Bible said, the Lord will fight for you. And you have to do is to keep seal. What is the Bible trying to say? When God is, is behind you, that is the same God that will fight for you. When God is behind you, that is the same God that will fight for you. That is why in the book or in the Bible, Paul said, if the Lord be for us, who can be against us? What does it try to tell us? That when God is backing you, your victory is assured. The only thing you need is to have the backing of the Lord. The Bible said that if a man's ways pleases the Lord, he will command even his enemies to be at peace with him. Sir, when God is backing you, everything begins to back you. When God is fighting for you, everything will fight for you. David said that you have come to me with sword and with shield. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. The battle is the Lord. There are many times we need to understand that the God behind you is at the result that whether you win the battle or you will not win the battle. I came by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I came to announce to somebody that God is about to fight your battles for you. David said that yet though I walk through the shadow of death <laughs> and of evil, he said, I will fear no evil. He said, why? He said, oh my God. He said, for thou art with me. When the Lord is with you, you don't fear nothing. When the Lord is with you, no matter what you are going through, you are not afraid because you know that God will surely grant you victory. I don't know what you are going through in life. I don't know the situation in your life. I don't know the affliction in your life. I don't know the stagnation in your life. I don't know the troubles you are going through, but I came to announce to somebody that the Lord is on your side, that the Lord is on your side, and the Lord will surely grant you victory. I said the Lord will surely grant you victory. I said the Lord will surely grant you victory. Shout, I am victorious. My God. My God. The Lord will surely grant you victory. The victory we have in Christ is not the victory we attain by our strength. The victory we had in Christ is the victory given to us by Christ himself through the death he has given to us. 
I can boast today not because I can pray. I can boast today because Christ has already given me victory through his death and his resurrection. Hallelujah. Let me show you a scripture in Joshua chapter 6. The Americans will say Joshua. Joshua chapter 6, the verse 27. Hear the word of the Lord. The Bible said, and so the Lord was with Joseph and his name became famous throughout the land. Anytime the Lord is backing you, anytime the Lord is with you, sir, popularity and famous is your portion. There is no battle you will enter that you will not win. Oh, you don't get it. There is no battle you will enter that you will not win. So the Lord was with Joseph and his name became famous throughout the land. Sir, anytime the Lord is with you, there is no battle you will face that you will not win. I read the Bible and I got to know that Jericho was not fought by Joshua. I read the Bible and I got to realize that Jericho was fought by God. When you read the book of Joshua chapter 5, I believe the verse 12 and 13. The Bible was speaking and the Bible said, There was a mighty man of war that appeared unto Joshua like an angel. And Joshua asked him, Sir, are you for us or against our enemies? In Joshua chapter 5, the verse 13, listen. And it came to pass, when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, there was a man over against him with a sword drawn to his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Are thou for us or for our adversaries? I read the Bible and I got to realize that it was this mystery that helped Joshua to be able to overcome Jericho. Because they thought they were the one fighting. Little did they know that there was a mighty angel, a warring angel God has released on the side of Joshua. That is why the Bible said, because God was with Joshua in Joshua chapter 6, the verse 27. The Bible said the name of Joshua was famous. Listen. Because God is on your side, your marriage will be famous. Because God is on your side, your ministry will be famous. Because God is on your side, that thing you are looking for, the Lord shall cause it to come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the Lord is on your side, that traveling door will be open. Because the Lord is on your side, that job will be open. Because the Lord is on your side, that which you are believing God for, the Lord shall grant it unto you. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah! the Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. When God is on your side, everything supports you. Ayadabahaya. <laughs> When God is on your side, every other element on this earth supports you. Because when God comes into your aid, when God is the one backing you in that situation, you don't have to fear what you see. That is why he told Joshua, he told Moses rather, 
that in Exodus 14, 14, is that Moses, the Lord will fight the battle for you. The only thing you just need to do is to shut up. There are many of us, we talk too much. There are many of us, we complain too much. Allow the Lord to take care of the battle. Can you get me that scripture? Exodus 14, 14 in the message rendition. Many of us, we talk too much. The Lord said, I am the God. I am the one that will fight that battle for you. You are believing God for a certain traveling door. The Lord said that I am the one that will give it to you. Listen to me. He said, God will fight the battle for you. And you, you keep your mouth shut. Shut up. You like talking too much. You like complaining too much. He says, shut up. It's a shut up. There are many of us we don't know that the battles we go through are battles meant and won by the Lord. In this life, the first key to victory is the God that is backing you. That is the first key you have to understand on this earth. The one who is backing you on this earth will determine the outcome of your victory. I pray for you from today. May God back you. I said, I pray for you from today. May the Lord be your backing. I said, may the Lord be your backing. I said, may the Lord be your backing. I said, may the Lord be your backing. In the book of Romans, chapter 8, I like this scripture. In the book of Romans, chapter 8, I believe in the verse 37, Paul was writing to the book of the people of Corinthians. And Paul said, (laughs) he said, if the law, he said, for we are more than conquerors. Listen to it. For we are more than conquerors through him that love us. I want you to understand the scripture well. So the, the Bible is giving us a simple definition of something. He said, for we are more than conquerors. <laughs> Maybe you didn't look at the scripture well. He said, no. Despite all the things, overwhelming victory is ours through who? Ah, you didn't see it. <laughs> I like the NLT version. Try and get me the message version as well. He said, no, despite all the things, overwhelming victory is ours. True who? I want you to know. True who? Christ. The victory that is coming to you is is not through your mother. It's not through your friend. It's not through your brother. It is through God. There is nothing you do. You have to be afraid. 
There is nothing that should scare you in this earth. Why? Because when Christ is the one that is holding that marriage, nothing can collapse the marriage. When Christ is the one holding that ministry, nothing can collapse that ministry. If it is Christ that gave you that job, nothing can collapse that job. Am I talking to people at all? If it is actually Christ, nothing can destroy it. Because if it is Christ that gave you that job, no man born of a woman can take you away from that job. Because it is Christ that will give you the overwhelming victory. Who are you afraid of? This morning, I am taking the keys one by one. But the first key I want us to handle is the key of who is with you. Who actually is backing you in life? When we know the one backing you, that is where we would know the victory and the outcome of the things you go through. Is it Christ? If it is Christ, congratulations. Because God shall surely grant you victory. If it is actually Christ giving you that victory or backing you, tell your brother that relax. Come on, relax now. Relax. Tell your neighbor that neighbor, relax, relax. Are you sure it is Christ? If you believe that it is Christ, then relax. That situation will surely go on your favor. I can show you proofs of scripture that it is Christ that gives us victory on earth. Because I told you that the one that backs you in life matters. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the verse 57. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the verse 57. Hear the word of the Lord. The Bible said that thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ? My God. <laughs> he said, but thanks be to God, which gives us, us victory through who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. Victory is given by Christ. So far as Christ is with you, your victory is assured. So far as Christ is the one backing you, I said your victory is assured because Christ is the one that gives us victory. Am I talking to somebody? I pray for you. May the Lord grant you victory. 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 In the name of Jesus. I like the scripture. Can, can you give me the scripture again? Thanks be to God. <laughs> Which giveth us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. He is the one that gives us victory. Not our mother. Not our pastor. 
It is not about anybody. It is about Christ. When Christ is the one backing your life, that is the first assurity of victory. If Christ is the one that gave you that fruit of the womb, nobody can take it. If it is Christ that gave you that money, nobody can spoil it for you. Am I talking to somebody? That's the first assurance of victory in life. If we are saying that we need to understand the mystery of victory, then I want to assure you, the first person that grants people victory is not our mother. It's not our pastor, but it is Christ. It is Christ. Christ is the one that backs us and gives us victory. That's the first thing you need to understand. Do you have Jesus? Do you have Jesus? Do you have Jesus? If yes, then congratulations. Because you have won that victory. Do you have Jesus in your life? If yes, then congratulations. You have won the victory. Because Christ is the one that gives us victory. I pray for you. May the Lord grant you victory. May the Lord grant you victory. In the name of Jesus. My God. There is none like him. Uh, Anytime I talk about him, I feel his presence. Let me show you a last scripture. Then we will pray. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2. The verse 14. Ah, Shadabaya. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Ah, the Lord is smiling with us. The Lord is granting somebody victory. He said, but thanks be to God. I want you to note the word well. But thanks be to God. To who? To who? (laughs) Ay, 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 ay. Thanks be to who? To God. Who made us his captive and led us along in Christ's triumphant process? <laughs> now, wherever we go, he uses us to tell others about the Lord, to spread the good news like the sweet perfume. You don't understand it. Let me read the GNT version for you to really understand. He said, but thanks be to God. For in union with Christ, we are always led by God as prisoners in Christ's victory procession. There was a victory Christ gave to us. And that victory that Christ gave to us, listen to the B part. He said... God uses us to make the knowledge about Christ spread everywhere like a sweet fragrance. 
Do you understand the, the meaning of that scripture? Okay, let me read the, the message Bible, then I will explain to you. He said, and I got it. Thank God in the Messiah, in Christ. God led us from one place to place in one perpetual victory parade. <laughs> you didn't get it. <laughs> he said, and I got it. Thank God in the Messiah, in Christ. He said, God led us from one place to place in one perpetual victory parade. Do you know a parade? Do you know a parade? And the one could see smart Anna. Who could see smart? Uh-huh. Have you seen the way they form their lines? When they form their lines, there is always a, a leader, right? Right? There is always a leader holding a certain flag. And that leader is the one leading them. Is it not true? The leader is the one leading them, holding a certain flag. And be marching, leading the procession. That means he's the one leading the thing. And we are backing him. He said, Christ has given us certain victory. And that victory, God is taking us from one place to another place. By a parade. It means that through the victory Christ has given to us. Anywhere we see and anywhere we enter. Anywhere we stand. There is a mark upon our forehead. And that mark is a mark of victory. When no matter the place you find yourself. Christ is the one that has given you a certain victory. And that victory leads you anywhere you enter. That victory is the victory of... Oh my God. Oh my God. Christ has granted us victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you get that scripture? Please give me the message by rendition again. Give me the message version again. I'm shocked to hear what I'm seeing. He said, Now thanks be unto God. Is that the message? It's not the message. He said, in the Messiah, in Christ. He said, God has led us from one place to place. In one perpetual victory. Please. Those who understand English, well, what is the meaning of perpetual? What is the meaning of perpetual? Is it my LA English that means permanent? Is that my LA English that means permanent? Everlasting. It means that the victory Christ has given to us, it is not a one day thing. TME, TME. Maybe you don't understand the, the word of God. Listen, the Christ, the victory Christ has given to us, it's not a one day show. It's never ending, never changing victory. Oh. 
you still a failure? Do you still consider yourself as a failure? Do you still consider yourself as a failure? No, I am not a failure. The reason why I am not a failure is because Christ has given me a perpetual victory. And that perpetual victory, Christ is the one leading. And I'm parading. Oh, right. I pray. This victory that has been assured, you shall see it manifesting in your life. This is what the devil does with us. Eh? Bronsam. Where? The devil can let you do anything but not to understand God's word. The devil can allow you pray. The devil can allow you prophesy. The devil can allow you sing. The devil can allow you do everything. But one of the things the devil will never allow you to do is to understand God's word. That is why he fights people. Eh? Do you know the light that has just entered you? And until I'm a person you read the message version, I just want you to listen to the message version well. I want to break it down so that you can actually get it well. Christ has given us a certain victory. And that victory is a perpetual victory in a parade. And we understood that the word perpetual means constant, everlasting, unchanging. So it means that the kind of victory Christ has given to us is a victory that does not end. It is a victory that is a permanent victory. And it is like a parade. We keep on going. You don't turn back. But that is why the Bible said that he that holds the plow and turns back is not fit for the kingdom. Because the devil will always make sure you turn back. Do you know that anytime you are distracted, you will even miss your mark, your marching line. You will even miss your marching steps as well. Anytime we are in a parade and we are marching and somebody distracts you, if you are not careful, you might hit somebody. If you are not careful, you might miss a line. If you are not careful, you might miss a step. So the reason why the devil fights us is because he doesn't want us to know that we are in victory, constant victory. If you get this revelation, my dear, you will never worry about the marriage again. If you get this revelation, you will never worry about that traveling again. If you get this revelation, you will never worry about anything in life because Christ has given you a perpetual victory over everything in this earth. It's a constant victory. It keeps on coming every day. Mpacho, the victory is not about yesterday. The victory is about, oh my God. The victory comes each and every day. It's a never-ending victory. 
It's an everlasting. That means this morning, your victory is already assured. It means that this morning, that sickness that is in your body, you have been crying over. God has given you victory over that sickness. The only thing you have to do is to claim your victory and walk in it. Claim your victory and walk in it. That visa you have been believing God for, that exams you are going to write, claim your victory and walk in it. This is a simple message I have for you. That Christ is the first victory God has given to us. So the one who who backs you in life matters. That is the first key to victory. The one who backs you. Christ has given us victory. I don't know whether you believe in Christ. But I believe in what God has said. And I believe in what Christ says. He has given us a perpetual victory. And that victory does not end. Do you know this morning you just got healed? Do you know this morning your miracle was just released? Do you know this morning your breakthrough was just released? Do you know that they, eh, eh, you can have properties but you will, not, you will not know that it is your property unless you have a knowledge about it. Do you know that a car can be yours but you will never know that that car is yours until you get the required knowledge about it. That this is actually your car. It is an inheritance given to you by your father. If you don't know it, even your gate man can come and take the car. You can't say anything. Right? Your gate man can come and take the car. You cannot say anything because you don't know that the car is until it is said unto you that this car was given to you by your father. If you don't know, the gate man can claim ownership of it. If you don't know. That is why wisdom and knowledge is very expensive. And that is why the devil keeps fighting. That we don't have knowledge and we don't have understanding in God's word. So that we can claim our victories in Christ Jesus. The victory Christ has given to us is an everlasting victory. It does not end, brother. It does not end, sister. The only thing you have to do is to claim it. Claim that victory. It is yours. It is your bona fide property. Claim it. Claim it. It is your bona fide property. Claim it.
Can you hear me? Can you hear me? The Lord bless you. I'm telling you. This is the reason why the devil does not want us to understand the word of God. We cannot understand everything in this life. If you understand what I just said, you've gotten out from a certain situation forever. This is the wisdom the devil knew. Because of the, that, from the foundation of the earth till now, the devil keeps fighting believers, not over everything, but over one particular thing. So that they will not know what is actually theirs. They won't know. Because he knows that when you know, you, you, you claim ownership of it. You don't know that the marriage is yours. You don't know. That that visa has already been given to you. It is your own property you need to claim. But somebody has hijacked the property because you don't know anything about it. Somebody has hijacked it. This is the wisdom of God's word. And anytime the word of God comes, even to an individual, it brings light and illumination into the life of that person. For you to actually know that Christ has given us a perpetual victory. And that victory is a victory meant for you, not for you alone, but for you and your descendants forever. And it's something that repeats every day. Every day you are supposed to enjoy victory. Every day you are supposed to claim a certain victory that is yours. What are you going through? The devil will bring something like an instrument called confusion, called frustration, called fear. Have you seen you are praying and nothing is working? Have you seen you are doing everything and it is not working? You will not get it. You will die. This is something the devil has been ministering to you. And your mind has accepted it. And that is why it is happening. Because the devil works by influences. Anybody the devil can possess or manipulate is somebody who listens to him. If you don't listen to him, he cannot possess or manipulate you. I'm telling you the truth. The devil keeps telling you that you have, you have, you, you fail. The devil will keep telling you that you will not make it in life. And you keep accepting it. Eh, the last time, Krano, when I tried something, it didn't work. Man of God, it is strong. Last time when I tried something, it didn't work. So I know that this one too, it will not work. This is the kind of philosophy the devil has built in your system. And that philosophy is actually killing your, your, your victory in Christ. Get me the scripture. He said, God leads us from one place to place in one perpetual victory parade. We are in a victory parade. It's a perpetual victory. Nobody leaves that thing. Nobody leaves. Nobody leaves. We are in constant. 
We are in constant victory. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word. Thank you for opening our eyes, Spirit Divine. Thank you for opening our eyes to actually understand what who we are in Christ. That is why I was making a scenario and I was telling you in Galatians chapter 4 if a hair, a prince who is a child although you are a hair and a prince but you have to be Sent through tutors and governors so that they can revelate uh, Galatians chapter 4, the verse 1. So that they can actually teach you well until you mature before you, they, they can give you your right property. Now I say that the hair, as long as he is a child, differed not, differed nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Verse 2. Verse 2. I'm still bringing verse 1 to me. I said, think of it, it this way. If a father dies and leaves an, an inheritance for his young children, those children are not much better off than slaves until they grow up. Have you, have, did you hear it? Until they grow up, even though they actually own everything their father had. But they have to grow. He said they have to obey their gardeners until they reach whatever age their father set. And that's the way it was with us before Christ came. We were like children. We were like slaves to the basic spiritual principles of this world. But when the right time came, God sent his son born of a woman, subjected to the law. Have you seen it? This is actually what Christ came to do. We were children. Although we were the rightful owners of certain properties in God, but because we lacked understanding of those things, we didn't get it right. And the devil took advantage of it and was using it against us. Was using it against us. The devil was using it against us. Until you grow. Until you grow. When it talks about grow up. It talks about maturity. Until you come up to age. And now know that this thing. It's my rightful thing. It is very difficult for you to, although it is yours, but you are not different from a slave. You are not different from a gate man. Although the house is yours, but you are not different. When the house, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. If you don't know that Christ has given you victory, you keep wandering every day in life, crying for a certain victory that has already been released because you don't know. We want to lift up a voice of prayer.
we are lifting up just one prayer. We are telling the Lord, the Father, grant me the victory. I claim every victory that is mine. Claim your health. Claim your marriage. Claim your, your money. Claim that visa. Claim it. It is yours. This is the victory cry. It's a perpetual victory. Lift up your voice. Wherever you are, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Shelegada. Rabadakon de lebodo sabala. Entelebron de levesombre de ledonja. Yadanto lebros kapala danda. Equatelemo sadabaha. Yadele koska benamata. Ravada branta basabela. Yalabanta bela combra tolebota. Yalangre dos cabara. Yalabratome la zovela gaba. And Telegova, Zelicombre Tolemasad, Revetolamata. I claim my marriage. I claim my victory. I claim my tour. I claim it. Whatever is mine, I claim it in the name of Jesus. Levetola, Zedevenobanta, Yadavratalabaha. I claim good health. Yelelelo, Sevelamonda Lacapola. Ikrata, Zeleton Vredato, Yelevranta Bolato, Yelevanta Venato. Yadamvre Telebatoi, Rafanda Velatoi, and Dilavatoi, and Dilavatoi, Celebratamoha, Ingrata, Yadavenomon Sadila, Aqua Televasai, Aqua Televasai, Rampetolamotai, Radalabata, I Clemens, I Clemens, I Clemens, I Clemens, Lifata, Yadavratalabata, and Telebosabai, and Telebosatai. I claim whatever belongs to me, whatever rightfully belongs to me. I receive my womb. I claim back my children that I lost. I claim back them in the name of Jesus. I claim back every good thing that God gave me that I lost. 
I never knew that we were walking in perpetual victory and I thought it is something that has to be worked out. Not knowing, you just have to claim it by your rightful ownership because you belong to God now. I never knew that in Christ, I have the victory to live happy forever. I never knew that to walk in constant joy, to walk in everlasting joy, I thought getting sad is also part. I never knew that this was a strategy the devil was using to take my joy from the Lord. I never knew that God has given me a perpetual, my God, a permanent overflowing of helpers in my life. Now light has entered into me. I now know who I am. I'm a victorious man. I'm a victorious child of God. I walk in victory. I'm not now coming to walk in it. I walk in it already. I'm not now coming to walk in it. I say I walk in it already. It is my property. I am enjoying it from today. No foul devil of sickness will ever come near my door ever again. No foul devil of bad news will ever come to my door in any in, in again. No foul devil of miscarriage will ever come to my door ever again. No foul devil of poverty will ever come to my life again. Christ has given me a perpetual victory. No foul devil of death will have its way in my life. Christ has given me a perpetual victory. In the name of Jesus. My Somebody connected to Mrs. Nemo. Is somebody connected to Mrs. Nemo? Mrs. Nemo, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord spoke to me that I should tell you that victory has come unto you. I saw a certain business. I'm looking at it like a scan. 
which was going up before, I'm looking at it on a, on a certain monitor in the spirit. The monitor is like when, you know, let me explain it so that people can actually understand. Have you seen that when business is going up, huh, or when you are in the hospital and they are checking your heart, huh, have you seen the line, the way it is? You no, know, it looks like it will be going up, 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 up. Then it will be coming. Have you seen those things? Like, that is how I'm looking at the thing in the realm of the spirit. And the Lord spoke to me that there is something like a business that you are involved. And that business used to go up, 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 up. But suddenly, the business came down. The Lord spoke to me. And the Lord said, I'm about to revive you again. Because I saw the thing moving up, 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 up again. You were doing very well, then everything crashed. Oh. Thank God. The Lord said, I should tell you that he's about to revive you again. I saw you. I saw you in a place in a belta, a belta, something like that. I saw you in a place in a belta. I saw you in a place like Edmonton. And I saw an angel of light visited. That is where you stay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I saw that an angel visited you in Canada, I see. I saw that the Lord is visiting you. And I saw things are about to take its rightful position again. The Lord said that you are about to rise again. Hear the word of the Lord. The Lord said that you are about to rise again. I hear strongly in my spirit. The Lord said that tell Ivy that she is about to rise again. I hear strongly that tell Ivy that she is about to rise again. That is your name. Thank you, Lord. That she is about to rise again. The enemy meant it for evil. He said, by I the Lord. I'm about to turn it for her favor. What the enemy thought they have done. I'm about to revive her again. And I'm about to set her in place one more time. Say yes, the Lord. I pray for you as a mouthpiece of Yahweh. And I pray that your life is taking a new shape in Jesus' mighty name. And you holler a big amen. 
thank you clap your hands for Jesus